0: Welcome to the Roots of Success Podcast. We've raised the bar. Tap into the source of your success through real stories from real people.
1: I'm going to show you how great it is.
0: It's time to level up and get to the root of your success. And now your host, Nate the Great Peterman. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Roots of Success Podcast. I am your host, Nate the Great, coming at you. And today... Okay, we have a special guest, no other than the man Jonathan George himself. How are you doing, brother?
1: Good, man. It's good to see you.
0: Likewise, see you. man. I appreciate you uh opening up your home. Beautiful, beautiful space uh, space, of course. And um, yeah, man, I'm excited that we get a chance to to do the show together, brother.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love that a millennial and you know, is doing something great and actually impacting people's lives. I love it. Oh
0: my goodness. We live in a world nowadays where it's like you look on news and there's so much, I feel like there's so much negativity.
1: 100%, yeah. And
0: I feel as if there's not enough positivity out there. And of course, me having the honor to interview somebody like yourself, as well as just the other influencers out there in this world, it's it's incredible because I personally learn a lot just as a person, you know, yeah. doing the interviews. But real quick, before we kind of get into it, I, I want to give the the audience and the, and the listeners a little bit of the, the behind the scenes on what you're about so Jonathan George is called the human hit maker because of his ability to see people's untapped potential, his methods to pull that potential to the surface and his ability to cultivate it into greatness. I like that word. As CEO of JG entertainment, he has been developing branding and launching rock stars in the entertainment world for over 20 years, as well as creating rock star brands for influencers and entrepreneurs. Now he empowers our future leaders and entrepreneurs from all over the world to transform from ordinary to rock star status. His deep passion to help people step into their greatness comes from his own dark struggles of self-discovery and confidence. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think we've all experienced that one. Yeah. Oh my God! Absolutely <laughs> right. So I'm, I'm
0: curious, Jonathan. Kind of, you know, walk us through a little bit you know, how you grew up, because, man, when you told me your age before we started this show, I just couldn't believe it, Yeah, you know, and even just reading this, whenever it says for over 20 years, I'm thinking over 20, I'm 23, brother, you yeah. feel me? So even yeah. thinking about that, I was shocked, but, you know, kind give, of give us a, a little bit more of background info from where you started and uh, how you got to where you're at today.
1: Well, for me, I moved out to Los Angeles in 2000, and so it's really incredible that, I came out here for the music side. I was going to be a singer. That was my, you know, I've been singing my entire life in church, and I was going to come out here and be a singer. And I ended up on uh, Ed McMahon's Next Big Star. Now, you don't even know who Ed McMahon is, probably. A little you research. Do? It, yeah. Just a little bit. So, Ed McMahon is like, you know, he's he was the guy. Uh, and so, his show, Next Big Star, came out before American Idol, and I was the oh. grand champion winner on that show.
0: Holy cow. And
1: I had a record deal on the table Uh, You know, full management, everything was like happening finally in my life. I mean, I feel like I was living like the pinnacle of my my dreams. You know, it was all unfolding. It was like all this hard work. I was 26, 27, somewhere around there. And that's when Google first came out. So, you know, this was like 2001, you know, so Google was (laughs) just starting to really hit. They Googled my name. They found out that I was gay and literally shredded the contract. It was done. My management tried to get me married. Um, change my music change. I mean, literally everything about me Holy cow. and I, I just, I, I was like, you know, I was playing into this and I was like, how's this going to work? And, and I, I just was like, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be me 100% me authentically. And it brought me straight back. I mean, as a kid, I mean, I was relentlessly bullied. I um, I that. know people look, you know, they look at me and they're like, no, you got your life together, man. You seem confident. But, I mean, I, I mean, the bullying was horrible. I mean, I, I can remember days of... And, and on top of that, my dad's a pastor, a Pentecostal pastor. And, I mean, I have an incredible family. So appreciative of my upbringing. But there was so much spiritual abuse that took place. You know, saying you can't go to heaven. You can't fulfill oh. your destiny. You can't fulfill your purpose. And, I mean, oh, man. I, and they it makes me want to cry thinking about the 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 depth of what that does to people.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, and so, I mean, there were times of, I mean, such dark, dark uh, feelings. You're never good enough. Ever. You know, that's what you always hear is you're not good enough. You're not good enough. You're not good enough. And always trying to prove yourself as worthy. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, there were days of, dark depression there were days of mm. thoughts of suicide um you know i never went through never tried to do anything but i mean there were thoughts of it's like it'd be so much easier just to end my life you know i mean it was so painful and um and and this and i have a loving family so none of it was done to manipulate or to to uh control me but, but truly how they believe you know mm. and so you know, I don't have any anger or anything that, towards my family. I mean, I have an incredible family. Yeah. But they were doing what they thought was right. But it about destroyed me. So when all this was happening and they were trying to get me married, I was just like, you know what? I was like, I'm tired of not being good enough. I'm, I, I'm, and I, I'm not kidding. that time, I vowed. I was like, you know what? I'm going to become the kind of coach that I so badly need in my own life. Wow. I needed someone to help me rock who I already was inside rather than trying to change me and make me different than who I already was. Mm. And so I literally um, started developing talent. You know, I have a music education degree. And so I started teaching voice to survive, to like make it in the industry, you know what I mean? Like to to make a living and and I was making great money just teaching voice lessons. But everybody was like, what's next, what's next? And so, you know, I had all of these kids starting at 10 You started, you know, so we, uh, my first big artist was Kelsey Page and she was, um, on the show, America's Most Talented Kids and she was a finalist on that show and that was when MySpace came out. So I built her up on MySpace, built her entire brand. This was my first like artist to like really package fully. Mm. And I literally, uh, she was number one on MySpace forever and she was 13 years old. You know, what I mean, like, it was like, that was, we didn't even realize what we had at that time because, you know, we didn't, it was like, Hey, she's number one. <laughs> she's got millions of viewers. And I, I was so new to everything that I didn't understand what we had and how we could have capitalized on it. So, you know, that's, that's the learning curve. I mean, I was 20, you know, seven years old, just coming. I didn't know anything about the industry. I just knew music. And I, but I didn't know how it worked. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand, and nobody knew really how social media worked. You know, we didn't know like what. I mean, she had millions of subscribers, and 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 she was like number one on the country markets at thirteen years old for like three years or something like three that. Three years. Yeah, I mean, she oh. couldn't help, she couldn't be taken down because she was she. You know, when you when you hit that wave going up, you kind of stay up there. Yeah, you know,
0: especially at that point in time. Yeah. Oh, my
1: God. And so anyway, so I started developing artists and so now um, I've literally spent 20 years, I mean, even back before, uh, before I ever moved to LA. I mean, I was, I was coaching and, you know, one of my girls started when she was six. She's, her picture's up there. Um, Melise Zhao, you know, now she's killing it. She's in every TV show. She's in, I mean, she was Teen Wolf, and I just was watching a movie, and there she was. I was like, she's the lead girl. I was like, what is going on? I was like, this is amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had to hit her up, but um, so I mean, I've been working with talent, building them up, and so I've been creating, uh, and in, in essence, really a branding expert, right? But I always said, like really, my talent wasn't necessarily always the most talented. They were just the most confident, mm. because I—that was what I was great at—is realizing and seeing what was inside of somebody, seeing what's inside of you, and pulling that out and then branding that to make it shine into greatness, right? Mm. And so, um, yeah, and that's—I—I I, I, three years ago I went to Bali on a mastermind retreat. I was so drained, dude. I'm when I tell you I gave. I give like so much of myself to my clients and to, to the artists and um, you know, even top influencers and entrepreneurs and working with all these different people to build a great brand. I was so drained and I hadn't done anything for myself. So I went to Bali on a mastermind retreat mm. and had like this rebirthing experience. It was unbelievable Jeez. what I experienced. And I came home. I let go of my assistant, who I love. I, she'd been with me for eight years. So loyal and incredible. I let go of all my clients. I had a, um, we had a program that I'd helped build for 12 years. And we had five franchises. I gave it to, you know, my partner and just walked away from it all. It was just like,
0: mm.
1: and people were like, you gave it? I was like, when you know something is right, yeah, nothing mattered to me. Nothing. I was like, I'll figure this out. I was like, I literally let go of everything. I mean, clients just really broken hearted, upset at me. But I was like, I've got to do me just like you're doing you. I got to do me. right? And I, I, and I just like, so I started writing my book, which comes out January, okay. end of January. It's called Unleash Your Rockstar, which is my whole movement is that I've created is Unleash Your Rockstar because every single one of us has this rock star inside of us that just needs to be brought to the surface. You know, they just need the permission and the tools to be a freaking rock star. Mm, and um, that's deep. so, yeah, so that's where I am right now, man. Just had this whole life transformation and uh, now I'm speaking like that's all I'm doing now and coaching and it's incredible.
0: Mm, that's deep, Jonathan. Yeah. Just your story and everything, because you're a prime example of somebody that could easily I've have said, I'm not going to do this. Like you said, I mean, just having those kind of thoughts that go through your head because at that point in time it was like and you mentioned if you saying hey you know I'm, I'm gay people would literally just slander you
1: yeah oh at 2000 um man it was like the term being in the closet really meant something you know what I mean it's like and and I and for me it's really crazy to, to start this is this year this transformation that's happened in my life as well as learning to tell my story because I don't, I don't want to be the gay guy. I just want to be the guy. Right. It's, all my life was about being the gay guy, you know, yeah. being teased, being bullied or the church or the music career, always hiding it. And so, but now it's like, you know what? There We all, it doesn't matter. My story was about being gay. And that was the reason why, like, literally, I can remember sitting in my uncle's office mm-hmm. at his church when I was 21 years old. I moved to Oklahoma to be in his church and, he pulled me into his office one Sunday he said, you know, I don't like you. And it was first thing, you know, of course, I was like, have you met me? I was like, what is there <laughs> yeah, not like? I was like, you know, God. like, nice guy, what's going on? But seriously, that was like when everything, I think, just the the fear set in of judgment, the mm-hmm. fear of self-judgment. And then, I mean, I became a workaholic to build all of these accolades to show my self-worth and my And I literally was running from really what my true calling was, is to to help people on a massive level. But I literally was running from all of that because I was too scared I was going to be judged. I was too scared of all these things. And it was always about, um, yeah, I mean, for me, it was the gay thing. For you, it would be something else. You know, we all have that something that and the reality is we all want to be seen. We all want to be heard. And we all want to feel like we have a purpose and that we matter and if that's stripped from you dude it is a downhill spiral and Definitely. um and so i i have literally fought my fought my mindset to be becoming a very confident person mm. and truly being comfortable in my skin loving myself and um and i that's all i want for people is to walk 100 percent in unshakable confidence mm. in themselves because I'm going to say the, it the, to the viewers is that if you're not walking in your full greatness, you're not only doing yourself a disservice, but you're also robbing every single one of us of our blessing in our life. The things that I've got chills thinking about how important you are, every single person is in this life. Mm. Because if you're not really pulling, doing what you're supposed to be doing, then then it's It's imbalanced. But could you imagine the vibration of this planet if we were all walking in our full purpose with confidence and walking in our greatness? It would be unreal. Yeah. And this is the reason why like, this has been my mission. It's like, I mean, millennials and Gen Z are my heart and soul. That's, yeah. I've always worked with youth. And this that age group is all now, it's, you know, I, I, good grief, they're all in their 30s. I mean, kids that I've been working with forever, you know what right. I mean? And I, I feel like I'm a millennial still at heart. You still look like it up there. Yeah. <laughs> and And, uh, and uh, I, you know, so I, I'm, my, my heart and soul is for millennials. And everybody says the negative things about millennials. But I think you guys have the, full, the most amazing potential to really shift and change this planet on so many massive levels. And so I, it's like I'm dedicating myself 100% to bring up the future leaders, these future entrepreneurs that are gonna shift and change, people like you who are got your own podcast that you're stepping out and saying, hey, I've got a voice, it matters, and I wanna step out. You're you're like you're like, I wanna help people my age, I wanna help people shift people's mindsets and change them. Straight up. And here's the thing is that I truly believe mind, body, your mindset, your body, your health, your soul, your spirit your spiritual connection to the greater power and finances. Mm. Those four things have to be, if, if they're not all together, you're, you're off balance, right? I mean, if your finances are off balance, you used to be just be mind, body and soul. Yeah. But I'm like, dude, no, if your finances are off, your, your physical, your mindset, everything's going to be thrown off. That's so true. You yeah. know what I mean? It causes yeah. so much anxiety and stress and we were talking before the show is that your age group is 40% of an unemployment is millennials. And that causes so much anxiety and stress and all of the other things that come with that. So, you know, you're, you think about it, it's like, so my whole thing is, my movement is Unleash Your Rockstar and it's mind, body, soul, and finances.
0: That's powerful. Especially the finances part, because it's so true, like, you know, I'm reading this one book right now called The Law of Success by Napoleon Hill. Really great read. And one of the chapters is on the habit of saving. Yeah. Because nowadays, it's rare that anybody saves. It's anybody. Well, it's hard to save
1: because you're yeah. what you're making. I mean, you think about it, the, the house income the, is, hasn't really changed since like in the 70s, mm. you know. Who can live off of $15 an hour? I don't know what it is everywhere else, but in California, it's $15 an hour. Is that
0: minimum wage?
1: Minimum wage. Man. But you would have to work like 100 hours to be able to... I mean, a one-bedroom apartment here is $14 at, at the low end. Yeah, that's insane. You know? i made
0: 25 for a one-bedroom in marina.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, holy. Well, you're living in a good area, though. Marina (laughs) del Rey. Come on, you know that's like prime property. You're still rotten. (laughs) It could be in Hollywood, then, brother. Yeah, right. No, I. Yeah, you know. So it's it's one of those things that that it's really rough for for this age for this age group because there's so much going on. But it's also so exciting if you really shift your mindset about the opportunities.
0: It's true. I mean, there's more opportunities now more than ever. I mean, you can create whatever you want to create. Yeah. And that's the powerful part about it. So let me ask you, Jonathan, because getting people to unleash their inner rock star, like from you, like it's hard. It's hard for that to happen. Right. Because even myself, like, bro, it took me years. I'd say, honestly, earlier this year, was whenever I realized the power of my voice. And why was that? It was because people kept like complimenting me like every single day. Right. Because I traveled a lot these past three years like throughout the US, to Canada, to Europe and all that, China, I'm blessed for that. And mm. I literally kept getting compliments every single right. day, especially right. out here. Like Nate, you have a very distinct voice. You kind of got like a brother like voice, right? right? That's the way that you talk, you know. <laughs> You're white chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> <I'm> white chocolate. <laughs> like, I kid you not, bro. I literally met somebody once, and I tell people this story, and they get a kick out of it. And you know, I I knew what the guy looked like. He must not have realized what I looked like. And I walk up to him, and I'm like, "Hey, how you doing, man?" And he's like, "Who are you?" And I'm like, "I'm Nate, hey, man. We're supposed to meet." He's like, oh, you made the gray. I was like, yeah. He's like, I thought you were black, brother. (laughs) I'm like, no, man, I'm white, you know? So it's it's crazy, bro. But, um, you know, I realized what my potential was. Hence is why I transitioned the podcast to doing it just strictly celebrities and influencers. Right. And of course, now I have people that hit me up like, hey, can I be on your show? Can I be on your show? And no disrespect, but now I'm on a different level compared to what I was a year ago.
1: Yeah. Well, and that comes with your confidence because you might not have... Asked, um, you know, certain people to be on your show because you didn't feel like you were good enough, right? Indeed, yeah. But to answer your question, I think what you're asking is how do you build that confidence, yeah. right? This does not need to be a long drawn out situation,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's very simple. I have a I have a method, yeah, and it's been and it's been proven every single day, mm. and the key is to understanding what you're really great at yeah and people think that's a that's a hard skill that's like oh I'm a computer programmer I'm a game a gamer I am you know I'm really great at numbers no that is not what your superpower is mm. your superpower is who you innately are innately are um, <laughs> I <like> that, yeah. <laughs> um but like really truly who you are at your core so like when I moved to Los Angeles I didn't know the music business. I had zero connections. Mm. What I knew is who I was. Yeah, And I knew my personality. I'm a people person. I'm an extrovert. I'm a connector. And so I used my gifts and my strengths Mm. to go after the things that I need to go after. Even when I didn't know what I was doing, I had no clue. I used my personality first to help me get... Where I needed to go. So if you can discover what your superpower is, and I've got, and I have a free gift for your your people to help them tap tap into this. Yeah, uh, we that. we can tell you, you know, you can let them know however you want to do that. But okay. to tap into your superpower and to rethink about really what your talents and your gifts are, because it doesn't matter if you are a great podcast host. That's that's a skill set that you're learning, right? It's you're learning the tools, you're learning what mics to get, what cameras, what you know, what lights, what uh, what programs to use, um, and you're 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 making connections, right? But using your personality and your God given strengths that you were truly just born with, and a lot of times our genius we have no clue what it is because it's come so easy to us. Yeah. And so what I do is I help people tap into what that is Mm. and they're like that's my superpower like dude i never thought about that being my superpower no you didn't think about it because it's so easy to you Mm. but when you can start realizing what that superpower is i mean that's the reason why we love super you know superhero movies i mean it's true uh a superpower is somebody with a with a super like with that has this ability, super strength, right? Yeah. Most of the time, it's always pushed by something else. Hmm. It's pushed by their love of people. It's pushed by, like, like, like a superpower can be um, usually their personal strengths, core strengths. Um, these are things that you just have in you. And, uh, you know, whether it's great personality, whether it's charm, whether it is loyalty, because there's people in my life that have been in my life, not because they were more knowledgeable or more talented, it's because they were so loyal to me wow. that I am loyal back to them.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so, like, uh, somebody who, like, can weigh a scale out and say what's right and what's wrong. Right? I mean, they just see it. They know it. Somebody who is spiritually inclined and gifted and they can see things. You have to use your superpower in order to do that. The second thing is understanding your flaws. Wow. That's true. And still be flossing the, in the meantime of while you're, while you're working on kind of either correcting those flaws. Sometimes our flaws can never be corrected. Right. But they are going to be struggles that we always have but owning it claiming it you look at Demi Lovato Demi Lovato oh, she will claim her flaws like that and it takes the the what it does for her is it keeps her in control yeah it makes her confident in her choices even though she's struggling she's like I own it yeah and she's being flo in the process she's being having flaws and still being awesome mm-hmm. our bank said it best have flaws and still be awesome, be flossom. And that's that's the thing. And you think about how many bosses people have that are such just total assholes.
0: Yeah, and it's
1: based off of their own insecurities. And so they try to monopolize everything, control, micromanage when they don't have a clue what they're doing. Rather, they just said, hey, I don't understand this part of it. Nate, you're incredible at this. I need you to take charge of it and just follow back with me. What does that do? That made him vulnerable. Yeah. What do we love about superheroes? They're vulnerable. They all are vulnerable. And whether that is, you know, they came, they were always beaten up or somebody was murdered for them. Or, uh, you know, you think about super Superman, you know, kryptonite. Sure. We all have a kryptonite. We have, there's vulnerable parts to us. And so... And there's a couple layers about having flaws because I truly believe that you need to work on your flaws. Mm-hmm. Strengthen them. But, you know, it's like I have singers who they struggle in certain areas. Yeah. So what we do is we focus on what their strength is. We build that strength up and we showcase that at all times while we're working on the flaws. Mm-hmm. We're working on the weak in, weaker weaker parts. That weaker part could possibly always be there. Yeah. But, you know... We're gonna we're gonna concentrate on the great parts because that's what we're all focusing on. Because if you can show what you're greatest at and what you're to the world, it builds confidence immediately. And when you know what your flaws, are, just think about it. Think about the things that you're weak about. Say, so I'm not gonna take my shirt off because I have a belly, or I, I don't have a I don't have a chest. Yeah. Well, if you just claim it and you own it, it is what it is. It's true. You know, I, I always think I have a a. a, a a girlfriend who is she's a bigger girl and you know most people would be like oh. no she walks in and owns the room wow. and she gets any guy she wants
0: yeah i'm sure
1: because she's confident sexy confidence is sexy mm. right and that's what we're drawn to so if you can just know who you are how to show up in the world it that can help build the confidence like that mm. and then the third thing is personal branding it's yes. it's authenticity Right, because when you know who you are and where you came from and why you're doing what you're doing it builds confidence so fast if you can tell your story if somebody walks up to you and says hey tell me about yourself and you're just like and you gave me three points about yourself that we were able to connect on a deeper level than just some kind of surface thing it's amazing what it does and of course I call it I mean it's personal branding I never realized it was personal branding because every artist that I worked with, we had to build their brand. For instance, um, one of my girls, Harper Grace, and she was just on American Idol this past season. Okay. And she, at age 11, sang the national anthem. And if you look up the world's worst national anthem, it's gonna be Harper Grusens, because Grusens is her, her last name. But um, the first day she started working with me, I said, you're gonna create a dream board, go home and write it, Secondly, we have to own what happened. Mm. Just own it. Do not let it be like something that you're fearing that's going to be discussed. Right. You know, everybody talks about their past and they're like, I oh, don't want nobody. Screw that. Just own it. Yeah. I've always said, if some nudes popped up of me somewhere, I'd be like, hey, I'm proud of that. <laughs> you know, rather than let somebody slander me, I just own it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just if you just own things, people don't. People just go, okay, you know what I mean. Like sure. this, it's just yeah. the way it works. Right. You think about, you know, our current president. Like he just Ooh. owns stuff, no matter what he does. Yeah, and you go look at his rallies. How many people support him or are behind him? That's deep. Right or wrong, regardless of what you believe or what you don't believe, he just owns it, and people just buy into it. Mm. And yeah. so, if you will just own your stuff amazing what happens and if you can tell and articulate that to the world it creates so such a huge amount of confidence but so for Harper she wrote on her to do her her, her intentions well this is my intention wall back here by the way oh, okay. um, I created this wall to, to like oh, you know man. have all my you know, my love my family things that matter to me where I want to live laughter, you know, different things. So this is my complete intention wall right here. But she created an intention, her intentions out, and it was to be on American Idol, to audition and possibly win the show. Wow. So 15 <laughs> years old, you know, 4 years later she goes onto the show. She brings her little if you watch the the interview or her audition she Walks in with that poster board, really? Yeah, Holy to audition God. for American Idol and possibly wins what she wrote. I think she probably said to win it, but she probably like backed out of that. Yeah, and was like, That's to... probably you know. Um, but the first thing that they showed was her national anthem, <laughs> that was the first thing that they showed. And it, I mean, had she not dealt with that, that would have terrified her. Oh my gosh, yeah, but Conference? it was the number one one watched youtube video from this that season so the final night she didn't make it to finals but final night she sang with the top three because she was the number one watched youtube so you know like so owning that kind of stuff and being able to articulate and tell that story and and not be ashamed or embarrassed another thing is we all love stories when you're drawn to stories i mean if you watched, we talked about what? My story. Right. And that is what we all get inclined to. We want to we, we, we want to know about people, and then we get trapped into the stories of them.
0: Mm.
1: And so this past season, my, my artist, Michaela Phillips, was on America's oh, yeah. Got Talent. And she gives the Golden Buzzard winner. Yeah. And it was so funny because she was in the semifinals, and I, after the show... I just said you're not going to go through even though, to me she was the, the best vocalist. Yeah. I just said but they did not give you a story. They made you seem like the most boring normal teenage girl. Wow. And I was like cuz she was up against a a this good-looking sexy doctor guy that like adopts children and works in a foster homes whatever, you know. Like he's like his sob story was unbelievable or the the little latina who her parents gave up everything for her to come to the states so she can I mean she was a talented girl
0: sure.
1: but it she can't compete against a story that's
0: so true it didn't
1: Michaela was, she's so beautiful she's funny she's Absolutely. charming she is gifted beyond belief yeah. and like she's a superstar and i worked with a lot of clients and to me she's like one of the top superstars mm. that her potential that she has if she keeps going with what she's doing she could make it wherever she wants to go Because she has zero, there's nothing that can hold her back because she's got, she's worked on all those weaknesses in her life, right? Mm -hmm. But she didn't have her story. Even though we worked on her story in the past, the producers didn't give her a story. So if you don't have a story and if you've not tapped into that, people aren't going to ever be drawn into you yeah, the way that it needs to happen. So... Uh, you're being, knowing your story and your personal brand and how to present yourself to, to the world where it draws people into you. Now, if you're going to be a kindergarten teacher, you <laughs> may not want to talk about the darkest spots in your life. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you may not want to talk about all that stuff. You have to be smart about who you're speaking to and know how to articulate it. But that's the reason why there's people like me who help brand people, right? You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, it's... But it, my book... I'm so Mm. excited about my book because it helps break that down because it comes with a workbook. It's a short read with a workbook because it's all about action, right? Everything's about action. So um, I'm really excited about this because it's going to help people on a major level to crack open and to really, truly just be confident. Mm. Because you think about it, not having confidence. Yeah is what brings about anxiety. It brings about depression. It brings about, because you feel like you're never good enough. You're comparing yourself to everybody else around you, especially on social media, you know, you're looking at, um, you know, and I know myself because, you know, I've got my own social media and like looking at what this guy's doing, what this guy's doing, and I'm comparing myself. And finally, I just said, stop it. What are you doing? Yeah. I would be kicking somebody's butt for comparing themselves. <laughs> stop comparing yourself to these other people. And you got to do you because what we're seeing is a polished version of who that person is. We're seeing a polished version of their best life, and but you think about the people who usually are the top are the ones who are vulnerable. They show the realness. Mm. They're not scared to cry on TV. They're not scared, you know, on their social media. And those people are the ones who usually have the biggest following. And it, and it started with. Um, you know, on TV and MTV when reality TV hit in. And that's the reason why it hit so big is because we saw the vulnerable parts of people and we wanted to watch them. We we're fascinated mm. by them.
0: Absolutely. You know, it's funny, Jonathan, you know, with you being who you are and you owning that, being a mentor and a coach to these people, I mean, holy cow, I'm just thinking if they didn't have what you... Uh, you know, taught them, and, and you covered about owning up to, like, that national anthem that was the most viewed, and it wasn't for the best reasons, right, and and, and, and you're showing these, these kids and the people that you work with, and you're having them own up to that, and seeing what they're doing today, like, that's inspiring, because it goes to show, like, what you do, like, it doesn't just work, but... <laughs> Like
1: it works. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. One hundred percent. It is. It is a proven, and it's not just with singers. I mean, I've been working with so many entrepreneurs. I mean, I built the the brand of a doctor. She's a, one of the top uh, anesthesiologists, and she's wanting to go into she was sound healing, and and okay. she, you know working with uh, a lot of different things. And as she was talking to people and introducing herself as a sound healer. She never said I'm Doctor So and So. Really, I was like, "Why aren't you owning that about yourself? Because that gives you so much more authority."
0: Oh yeah,
1: you know what I mean. Like, so so people just not knowing how to literally own themselves and how to be able to tell what that is. You know what I mean? And do it confidently without you don't a rock star just is confident about who confident who they are and just step out to the world and, and it's not asking for forgiveness about anything That's Right? Deep. it just it's just unabashed confidence yeah and even we're always gonna have something we're, we're not confident about <laughs> right. because if you're if you if you're confident about everything that means you're not growing you know what I mean because yeah. if in order to to continuously grow you've got to learn new skills you got to learn new things you got to push yourself to do better to learn something new and it's not like you're just going to be confident about that. Yeah. You got to learn you got to you got to you got to build the skill sets and learn, you know, learn something when you're learning something new. But what you can be confident in is who you are. Because that will trump the, your lack of abilities in certain areas.
0: 100%. That's true.
1: No, I believe that.
0: Because even and I live through this as well, Jonathan. You know, we were talking before the show. You were saying about, like, man, so how'd you get that name, Nate the Great? And I've heard it year after. By the later. way, I
1: feel like I'm sitting with, like, the the Prince of Wales, Nate <laughs> the Great. I love it. Peterman. And with the last name Peterman, I mean that you're so white. I love it. <laughs> Nate so the Great wild. Peterman, the Prince of Wales.
0: I love it. Uh, that's the first I heard that, brother. So I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the next show I'll do, they'll probably be like, man, probably from Saudi Arabia or something you know? <laughs> oh man but it's like you know I, i've heard this year after year ever since i've been like 18 years old about the nate the great thing and i realized i didn't own it i didn't start owning it until let's say be- to the beginning of this year for real because yeah. in my mind i was like man you know every time at some you know i introduce myself and now i say Hi, Nate the Great. Nice to meet you. I did it yesterday, bro. I did a podcast with uh, Michael Lane. And uh, then he had a meeting that came in after the podcast It was some big time investor, I, I, I think. But, uh, you know, he introduced me to him and I greeted him. I was like, hi, sir, Nate the Great. Nice to meet you. And he looked me in the eye and he's like, wow, that's powerful. I was like, yeah, that's, that's who I am. And then, you know... With that that quick exchange, within because I wanted to be respectful of their time and their meeting that they were going to do, so I said, "Sir, it's been a pleasure to meet you." And I looked him right in the eye, you know. And the same thing with uh, Jacqueline Schultz, Howie Mandel's uh, daughter. Uh, There was a guy that was listening to our interview, um, you know, whenever we were doing it. And once we we were finished, she was like, "Man, I really liked your interview." And he's like, "What's your name?" And I said. Nate the Great, sir. Nice to nice to meet you. And he's like, yeah. well, shoot, if that's the case, my name's Rich the Bitch. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying,
1: bro. But anyways, like you have to own yeah. whatever it is that you're doing, what you're saying, <laughs> and um, it's it's very powerful. I, I would love to know uh, out of vulnerability, like what is, is there anything that you like kind of struggle with? I mean, you're 22. You know what I mean. So whether that's mindset or or like. confidence thing? Is there anything that you're like, man, this is, I have a hard time with this. Like right now? Yeah. Um, right now I'd say it's definitely, and
0: and I've always struggled with this, like being in groups of people and then like talking and things, you know? Because me, I'm naturally introverted and I live by that for so long. I still own up to my introvertedness. Yeah. Right? You know, you're a big listener and Typically, I've always had been the one that has waited to get called on. But when I got caught on, and even now, people know that I get caught on because they realize, especially since because before I didn't own it, but now that I own who I am, it's like who is this guy, you know? But even to this day, like I'm still working on the like the group kind of conversations. Like if there was about you know two or three or four other people here, I'm normally gonna let everybody else speak because that's just. I've always been, but I'm slowly working on that.
1: Well, and and see, and here's the thing: is that for some reason you think that you must speak, mm. and that creates uh, an insecurity in you. It's not necessary to always speak.
0: Hmm. That's deep.
1: You know what I mean? You're an introvert. I'm an extreme. I I am like at the <laughs> the other level. Like I mean, I can talk in a whole group, whatever, and I yeah. enjoy it. But. Who I'm drawn to is the introvert.
0: Opposites.
1: Yeah, it's an opposite. So I can sit and talk and then then I can open you up and you start sharing with me. Cause great listeners great listeners are usually incredible leaders. Love mm-hmm. leaders. Because they actually sit and listen to what everybody says in the room. Mm-hmm. They're picking up what it is. And then if they have something to say, they usually it's like a powerful statement. And when you speak, people recognize it much more than somebody that's sitting there just, you know, because there's people it. who are just talking. So when you speak, they're like, "Oh, Nate the Great just said something." Mm-hmm. So you know, when you just, it's like a lot of times we think. Now I am, I am, I think it is great. You can learn skills. You can learn skills to to speak out, to yeah. be a part of the conversation. But it is quite all right to be an introvert. It's not like you're, because I know introverts who like, you know, they always have like resting bitch face or they have, (laughs) you know what I mean? Or they just seem like snobs or they're rude um, because they've not learned a skill set to be, you can still create a warm environment for Mm. people. You know what I mean? And so, like my mom is an introvert. And she is my favorite person to take with me to events. Because she just took it to talking to people on a one-on-one level and create incredible relationships of people that I would never get to meet. And she enters, She's like, you got to meet this person. And my mom will always meet, like, incredible people. Like, Mm. people are just drawn to her for some reason, you know. But she's an introvert. But she's also very warm and sweet, gentle introvert. So just just no just be confident in that it's like there's power in that people are going to be drawn to you that will never be drawn to me
0: wow that's deep and with you mentioning that like first off i appreciate it and then second with you saying about that it's i've been out here literally 2 months and 3 days to this day and the people that i've met i never would have expected cuz i t- i the people that i have I know out here already. They've lived out here for years. And saying that I've been in some of the rooms that I have been with these certain kinds of people, they're just like, are you serious? And then people are just so shocked and captivated by it. I've only been out here two months. And with what you just said about the introverted thing, it makes sense. Because people do feel at ease and comfortable because they're not necessarily just like chattering all the time. Right, and mm-hmm. and even during this interview, I'm sure there's been times with you speaking where you thought I might kind of come in or talk, and I've had guests that have you know they they've done that and they're extroverted. I just let them I just let them flow. Right. You know, because that's just me. That's that's I personally don't want to cut anybody off from their flow. Right. Because I feel that's kind of like being rude, and I don't want to interrupt their thought pattern. Right. Right. You know, but so, you're doing
1: what you do great, yeah. uh, and that's listening. Mm. Oprah Winfrey, she listens. She doesn't own the entire conversation. And I'm working on becoming a better, I mean, with clients have to be a great listener, right? But um, it's a skill set that I had to work on. Where you may have to have a skill set to like walk into a room and be confident. And again, if your energy is confident, it fills a space. Mm You never have to speak, you never have to say anything. And you think about the biggest artists in the world are all introverts. Some of the biggest influencers, um, entrepreneurs, complete introverts. Yeah. And people wanna meet them, people like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Then it's like, oh my God, I got to meet Nate. Great, Me, they're like, oh yeah, Jonathan, I, I've known him forever. You know what I mean? Because like, I'm friends with everybody, you know? And so it takes the, takes the um, you know, that, so that, that golden moment away from people, you know? Because yeah. it's like, it's a more rarity to be able to have a conversation with somebody like that. Mm-hmm. So my whole point is, and even talking about that, is reframing your thinking about your talents reframe your thinking about your abilities and your gifts wow. and because we all we can think about we're so close to the situation that we're emotionally involved and we we can't see the greatness in that yeah. right it's true and so you just have to like just re- challenge yourself to reframe and, if, and the listeners who are listening it's like reframe your thinking about your talent. And your gift, and how you show up in a space, mm. and realize that it's quite all right. Now, I'm gonna just say it is that yeah. if you've got, if you, if there's a, if you've got a flaw, it's like a pair of shoes. Okay. And that sh- that shoe is like the most perfect shoes, the perfect color. It's like, oh my god, I gotta have that shoe. Yeah. And you go and you wear it in 15 minutes, it's rubbing a hole in the back of your foot. Or it has something that, like some things you can, you're like, okay, I'll just put a band-aid on that. I'm going to keep wearing these shoes because I like them that much. But if it's got something that's rubbing your little pinky toe raw mm. and and it's like poking, you'll never wear those shoes again. So some flaws are detrimental to what you need to do in your life. And you've got to be, you've got to fix those things. If you're perpetually late, or if you're a perpetual liar, it's like we're talking about some really bad qualities about a person um or if you like financially just can't ever figure out yourself and you're always late on bills your credit score is like a 300 like those are things that you've got to fix yeah you know what i mean those things can be fixed but if we're talking about somebody who's an introvert that's not necessarily a flaw but it can be a flaw if you're not talking to people and and leading people correctly you know what I mean? Like yeah. our greatest gifts can be our flaws. My right. personality is my, one of my greatest gifts of being able to talk to people. Mm-hmm. But it can also be my greatest flaw if I can't shut up and actually listen. Wow. Right? That's powerful, yeah. So um, just really changing your perspective and your mindset around, you know, it's like the person over there, I'm going to say this is a blue microphone. Yeah. The other person like, it's just a microphone. I'm like, no, it's a blue one because I can see it right there. Yeah, They move. They're like, oh, that's a blue microphone. So it's everything's about perspective.
0: Mm.
1: You know, it's like we, you think about the, 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 the full eclipse of the sun. Depending where you were in the world, it was a full eclipse or it was a partial or it was a small little bit of an eclipse. Depending where you were on the earth. But it was a full eclipse. Right, yeah. So, if you change your perspective and how you see and you think about things, it will make it very powerful for you,
0: absolutely. Yeah, perspective is everything as well.
1: Yeah, because if you're just focusing on your perspective,
0: you're kind of being ignorant towards somebody else's. Because, what yeah. you were just saying about the you know, some people are ignorant about that and they let their ego get in the way, yeah, and then that can hold them back in life a lot, yeah.
1: But that's
0: a, oh, that's a deep you know, it's one.
1: like the perspective of having a flaw and you're like, I'm, I don't want anybody to know that I'm weak in this area. So I'm going to try to control it. All it does is it makes you look like an asshole. It makes you unlikable. It literally makes people look at you like that you're not capable. However, if you're a great leader and you say, hey, I'm really weak in this area. I need who's really good at this. Who could step up to this. You've done two things there. Not You've covered your butt and made people go, oh, wow that's the kind of leader that we want that's honest about it. And number two, you just allowed somebody else to step into their greatness Mm -hmm. and fulfill their purpose and for them to shine rather than you sitting there trying to control the whole situation, right? So, and it's amazing, like, that was one of the things that when I went through this whole rebirthing in Bali, I was like, I'm going to be vulnerable and Ask for people to help me because sure. I've never asked people to help me.
0: Mm.
1: And it is amazing what it has done. I ask for help. I'll post something on Facebook, and I'll get so many people helping me. And it makes them feel so good that they were able to help me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, you think about it. How many times that a friend asks you for help and you're able to step up and it feels great. It, yeah it feels great yeah
0: and, and you know asking for help it's i hate it i feel like it's, it's kind of frowned upon yeah because you know? yeah. nobody wants to be i need help you know i mean i've been asking people to leave just reviews on the podcast why didn't i do that sooner because i didn't want to ask for help yeah because i felt it wasn't necessarily a good thing to do I didn't want to be that guy. It's like, oh, Nate's just asking for something. But then I transitioned, and I was like, hey, if you could leave me a five star review, I appreciate it. And then let me know if there's anything that you need support in. Yeah, one hundred percent. so, it yeah, so it's
1: it's a it's how how can I help you? It's so funny. I just created my mom. You know, my mom's retired. They live on the golf course. In the front and the back oh, is oh, the lake, yeah, right? I mean, dope. she is lives lives a great life. Yeah. And but she loves. Decoration, Decorating and like creating beautiful spaces for every single, you know, Halloween, Christmas, yeah, fall, Easter, probably. all the seasons, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she kind of fell into something. I was like, well, mom, let me help you with your branding. Let me help you with your social media and building it. And literally in two weeks time, she is so booked out. <laughs> I was like. But, but, I, but I asked for help from people. You know, I said, hey, of course it was for somebody else, so it was easier okay. for me to ask. But I was just like, hey, I need for you to go do this for my mom, I need y'all to share this. I mean, you know, when, with, with 20 likes on Facebook, she, read, she had 1400 people see her post because of all of the shares. Jeez. And she has filled it up like all of these workshops people are calling her, bringing her in to do workshops. She booked just an $800 job mm. yesterday because of her postings and all that stuff. And she spent $250. I won't tell the client. I'm sure <laughs> the client never watch watches, but right. she was able to make that kind of profit off of what she's doing. And uh, it, it's just because she, and two, it's because we built the brand, her story, you know, Retired grandma, retired Grammy, making beautiful spaces for families. You know what I mean? It's like, wow, um, that's catchy and too. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like, um, people have just like, just like to her. You know what I mean? And uh, she's killing. She's like, I don't. She's like, I, I got. She's like, I can't take anymore. She goes, I can't even get my own <laughs> decorations up. You know what I mean? So, um, but it's really amazing though when you ask for the help of what it does and what it has done for my mom and yeah. um it's yeah. so
0: smart too i mean because a lot of people don't have time to decorate but they'd love to have decorations up yeah. so having somebody like your mother just going into the yeah the soon, she just makes
1: it look amazing and yeah. homey and everything but so it's just it's amazing um for her like just having the confidence of knowing who she is how she was going to sell herself i mean this this goes into your personal life. This goes into your business life. It's all the same. Yeah. It's branding yourself.
0: Mm, it's powerful. Right? Like it can connect you to, you wouldn't even think that it would connect you to some of the people that it does. Yeah. Just the, I mean, I'm a prime example. Having Nate the Great, I bought that username. Somebody else had it. Some kid that was inactive. And I, I paid some good money for that. Yeah. So I realized the power of a personal brand. Yeah, and then staying consistent three years with my page theme, having the structured bio, I mean, I don't want to get too marketing on you guys, but it's like, I realize that people look at that and then I'm in the room with some of these people and they're like, yeah, I mean, I, I watched one of your videos and I like that. That was one of the things I built trust because you and I both know, Jonathan, when people see a video of you speaking, I, and I'm sure you do this as well, personally myself, I want people to know me. Before they've even ever talked to me on the phone or even in person, so yeah. that's why I wanted to position my brand like that. That's it's closed so many deals business wise. It's built trust with influencers whenever they take a look at my stuff because pictures are great. Anybody can post a photo, but it takes a lot of guts to record a video. One hundred percent. Yeah, you know? it's vulnerable. Mm.
1: So yeah, the so, I mean, it's and it's really amazing how it all works together, and it yeah. and it doesn't matter you know one of the things that like i'm all about energy and i mean Mm. i mean coaching these performers and stuff is tapping into their power source right but if you take two tuning forks you know we we, everybody in this space talks about the law of attraction you know you pull in what you're attracted to yes and no so you've got to be on the same vibrational level of what you're asking to come into To your space. Yeah, yeah. All right? So if you take a tuning fork and you go, ding, and you hit this tuning fork, ding, ding, and you stop this tuning fork, this tuning fork will vibrate, ding, ding. It'll be a lower vibration, but it still vibrates, right? So what you put out is what you get back in. So if your vibration is at a very confident level, that is what you're going to pull in. But, you know, there's people who are like, I'm going to claim this, this, and this, and this. Well, that might happen for you in many years. I do believe, I mean, I have an intention wall, right? I mean, yeah. I've got number one bestseller up there. I want Ellen, Oprah, Soul Sunday, you know, like Lewis Howes, Mel Robbins, you know, Jay Shetty, people that I just, those people that I want to vibrate with and, and do something with, right? Right. Um, and my goal is to, to do that in the next two years. Oh, absolutely.
0: It's possible.
1: But I really sure. do it, yeah but I'm vibrating at that level already. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like internally, I'm already there. Yeah. And of course there's other things that have got to happen in order for that stuff to take place, but you literally, you've got to vibrate. Your vibration level has to vibrate yes. in a way for people. And it's in that confidence of what you do. It's the knowing of who you are and that vibration will come back to you. When you're confident, and you're strong people feel confident and strong to come back with you right you know what i mean they're the right people there's gonna be people who cower to do that kind of stuff but that's not who you're supposed to be with mm. you're attracting what's supposed to be in your life you know so i mean i could go into many different rabbit holes with yeah. all this stuff but it's all about energy and how you project your energy and that's what that's what unshakable self-confidence is about
0: that's powerful and i'm a firm believer in that myself like Again, just with my time being out here, like my energy and vibration, I've gotten more spiritual, in tune with myself. I've become more, you know, with the energy and stuff, and, and just faith. Uh, because I've put myself in a very, some would say like, wow, 23 years old from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania. How are you living in Los Angeles? You know, and it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Like you go through a lot of stuff out here, but that's what grows you. Like you have to go, I would rather work out with somebody that has scars and doesn't have scars, you know, because you want somebody that has the scars, the battle wounds, because you know they've been through it compared to the person that, hey, you want to work out? <laughs>
1: well, well, you think about it. A coach, the best coaches are the ones who struggled to be good. Mm. I, time and time again, the, the, co- the best coaches in the world aren't necessarily good at what they do. That's deep. Yeah. A lot of them, so uh, some of the best voice coaches in the planet are not necessarily great singers because they struggled and they have to. They're they're going to help people because they've already internalized it and they can explain it and how to do it right because they may know how to do it. It just doesn't like I could I could coach probably a football team, but I'm not good at it. Yeah. I'm just not. I'm not at at. Being an athlete is not my thing. I've jazz fingers, you know. Like <laughs> okay, I'm yeah. super creative, right? You know what I mean. But I could. I can see it. Yeah. And because of my struggles, then I can. I could coach it. Mm. Don't ask me to coach it, but you know <laughs>
0: you'll be getting some
1: right. old job. when you trying to try coach our football team, bro? But I can see it. I can. I can. I understand it. I played, but I know where I struggled, Yeah, you know, but a lot of that was fear, you know, but probably could have played. I mean, everybody in Texas played football. Basketball. Oh my God. Like basketball. I, dear God, that just was a nightmare. Yeah. You had to play sports where I grew up in Texas, you know, in Dallas and and, uh, out in a little small country town. (laughs) That was pathetic. It was terrible. But anyway.
0: No, that's powerful, bro. (laughs) Holy smokes. Well, I definitely, I want to be respectful of your time, Jonathan. I know we've, man, we've, we've covered a lot today. I mean, yeah. I could keep going with you for real. Um, so where, I know you mentioned you have a book coming out in January. Yep, Unleash okay. Your Rockstar. Unleash Your Rockstar. Is it going to be, where's it going to be, you know? Everywhere. Everywhere. It's okay. going to
1: be, it's going to be everything. And it's coming out with a uh, full workbook because I believe it's about action. I like that. I mean, man. you know, it's a short read for us who are busy and, I have a short attention span, and I just can't, I, I mean, I've got books sitting here on my desk that I, want to, walk, I want to read random Rashard's book, but oh it's this gosh. big. The guy can talk for hours, you know what I mean? Like, really? he can just write, 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 and I'm like, man, are there cliff notes to this book? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, to I'm, like, I'm like, I think I'm going to, I'm like looking up videos on YouTube, you know, because, I mean, and I want to read it. I want to learn some tools. I want to learn some things, but... So for me, it's it's the book's a short read. It's all about the action. I could, we don't need to be explained a million times on how something no, works. No. Explain it, then do the work. So, yeah. you know, I want people to do the work, yeah. Yeah,
0: and I, I came out the book three months ago, and I made it like 87 pages. I didn't want to make it long, and just like yourself, I wanted to, you know, provide action steps in it, so my longest chapter, I think's like nine 10 pages and my shortest one's like 3. Yeah. You know I just wanted to keep it simple, but, but yeah, I'll I'll put the link to the book in the in the description whenever it comes out. And then for social media purposes, website, Jonathan working, George, okay.
1: Jonathan, like Jonathan. I like that. uh jonathangeorge.com. Well, every, it's going to be on that's my personal but com. And I will, for, for your audience, I will have a special, a, a freebie that they can go on there, they can download Appreciate and that. do a full, like, um, uh, what their what their superpowers are, how to discover that. Mm. And um, do a little bit of work on that. Okay. It'll be quick, something fun, but really also very powerful. Because I really think that every single person needs to understand their superpower.
0: Absolutely. Especially if you're a millennial. Okay, you might know what yeah. it is.
1: Yep, yep. Yeah. But what is your What is your main watchers, millennials, Gen yeah, Z, mainly
0: millennial entrepreneurs, uh, people in college, and then I have a, I have a lot of real estate agents that watch what I do as well.
1: That's awesome, yeah.
0: Yeah, very diverse. Yeah, well, I mean,
1: because you have a lot of different kinds of people that actually come onto your show, you oh know, and watch it. And so, but I I mean, I would assume that most be millennials and Gen Z who you know the the, the older Gen Z, uh, being watching you, and so this is perfect to, you know, because you guys are my heart and soul. Mm, so, absolutely. Because y'all are our future. Yeah. 100% yeah. my future. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, I, we're depending on you and I want to help you become the absolute best mm. that you can be. Yeah. To reach a level of greatness. Don't settle for being mediocre. You know, you go reach to be the best. And, and I do want to say this to you, that I always say everybody wants to be Christina Aguilera, this, you know, just a phenomenon at what they do, but it's quite all right to be Britney Spears, and I'm not putting down Britney Spears. And you can see over, over there, I've got a signed autograph, and I keep it on there not because I'm a huge fan of Britney, but it's because, it reminds me of what, ordinary talent can do. She has impacted the world, globally, on a much greater level than. Christina has ever done. She can, uh, she still can put out a song, be a number one hit. She's worth more money, not that I care about money, but the, but it shows that what, and, and I, again, I'm not putting Britney Spears down. I celebrate her 100% because most of my clients, or so many of my clients are, are ordinary. They're, they're ordinary. Yeah. But what they're doing is they're taking everything and bringing the best of them to become extraordinary. Right? Yeah. So I, I don't want people to get tapped in their mind, and go, well, I'm looking at what Nate the Great's doing over here. I can't, I don't I don't have that same ability. Yeah, you do. You just need a, you you just need your superpower to come to the forefront so that you can you can shine your brightest light. Yeah. Because nobody can do you like you. And we need you. You know what I mean? We need every single person stepping into their greatness. Be Mm. powerful. In order for us, this uh, we've got to heal as a world. Our vibrational level has got to come up, and I'm depending on your generation to make that happen. Wow. So
0: more of it all, own who you are. You're the greatest version. There's never going to be anybody else that's born like you. Okay, quit comparing yourself to others. Own who you are. And you heard it from Jonathan himself. So I'm going to just leave it there. Again, check Jonathan out. I'm going to attach the links. Okay. And then same with this book. I'm going to put the, uh, whenever it does come out, I'll put the links in here for you to uh, capture his book. And then you
1: can also sign up for, um, on, on my website, uh, you can actually put your information in there and I will send, like, I think it, we may have a free download before it even comes out. Ooh. So that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go and sign up for that. And, and uh that'd be pretty powerful stuff. Heck yeah. I mean, this is stuff that literally I have been coaching superstars in the entertainment industry for 20 years. And it is all of my knowledge, my heart, my soul. And, and people pay me a lot of money doing what I do. So if you can get this for free, Hey, why not?
0: Yeah. You have the experience too, you know, and then for the, uh, there's going to be a link for the free gift as well.
1: Yeah, okay. But it's it's your and you can go there. And how I got that website, it was just <laughs> ordained. Let me just say, that was yeah. what the title of my book was. And it was, I looked, and I was like, I wonder if is available, and it was. I was like, damn, yeah,
0: I'm surprised I wasn't taken.
1: Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe oh, your Rockstar smokes. was available. So unleasharockstar JonathanGeorge.com If you, um, because I'm speaking full time, and if somebody. Hey, I, I just want to put it out there that if you've got a stage for and you need somebody to come and speak, I would love to come and deliver some powerful content to your audience and truly help them step into their greatest version of themselves. And so it's my heart and my soul, and so I want to help mm. people. So yeah, jonathangeorge.com there. But everything else, just join the movement of Unleash Your Rockstar millennials and entrepreneurs and leaders leading us into to greatness. Mm.
0: Absolutely. Man.
1: Again, guys, check them out.
0: Okay, book them up. That's all I'm saying. Jonathan is always brother. And Thank you, thanks buddy. for listening really to the Roots it. of Thank Success you. podcast. Don't forget to leave a five-star review. I really appreciate that, as well as a like and a subscribe. Stay connected between shows by following me on Instagram at Nate the Great. And remember, guys, success starts here. Keep winning. Nate the Great signing off.